John Simons makes a return. Um, he's an international consultant, in case you were not here earlier on. Um, and he's going to talk about Should the target listener, um, as well as the power of the personality. Cool. Are we still finishing at 4.30? Please, if possible. Random, we're not doing the power of personality then. We'll do that tomorrow, okay? Because I'm, I'm doing a session tomorrow, which is the top 20 traits of great presenters, and we'll bolt the personality thing onto that. And um, if we can't get this working, we won't be doing the target listener either. <laughs> um, will it be okay, ladies and gentlemen, if we extend this about 10 minutes? No, okay. we, we'll be fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. If we can get this work. Okay. All right. If we'll not, tomorrow we'll be doing the target listener, the power of personality, and the top 20 traits of great presenters. <laughs> hey. Rock and roll. Okay, here we go. That, for people who want my uh, email address to contact me, there's my Simo Radio uh, Twitter address. Just so, because loads of people were asking, and then that, then that will get you to me in some way, shape, or form. So the target listener, if you want to hit the bullseye, you need to know where the target is. And it's really interesting when you go around a, a radio station and you talk to the presenters, you talk to the producers, uh, you talk to the, the management, you can quite often get very different ideas of who the target listener is. Uh, he's another Kyle and Jackie O clip, because we love Kyle and Jackie O. And let's see who they think their target listener is. Yeah, my idea, which was squashed by the marketing department, which I thought was a genius idea, mm. is you know how there's certain different cultures living in different suburbs? Yeah. I wanted to make the billboards appropriate to the culture of the suburb they're in. Why? So, if we were in a predominantly Muslim area, Jackie would be in the full burqa. <laughs> I would be in like a white, beautiful white gown. Well, so what would we be for? Tell me, like, what would I be in Bondi? Oh, well, bikini. I'd be bikini, yeah. Right. I'd be shirtless in some boardies. Mm -hmm. Okay, what about uh, Penrith? Some... What would I be in Penrith? Oh, Penrith, you'd, you'd just be like you are now. Just, right. you know, casually dressed, <laughs> hair in a ponytail, looking like a you know, hot Aussie chick. Chatswood. Chatswood, hmm. in chat, yeah, you'd have a kimono, I'd have 10 kilos of rice on my head, <laughs> and I'd have a cigarette hanging out my mouth, working in the fields. <laughs> hey, I think it's a bloody brilliant idea. Kyle and Jackie O. Kyle and Jackie O. So, who is listening? Right, these are the questions that you have to ask yourself when you want to find out who your target is. Are there women at home? Are there men at work? Are they a mix of men and women? I don't know what's going on here, but it doesn't look good. He must have done something really bad. Let's try and capture what we do know. If you can identify all of these different things about your listeners, their age, their sex, their class, where and when they listen, what are their interests, what are their worries, are they married, do they have family, do they have passions? Do they have dreams? Take each of the aspects of our target listener's DNA and then you super serve it. And if you do that, you have a hugely powerful offer which is hard to match. So how do we do that? Well, this is normally an exercise that I do with people and they have to fill this in for their radio station. But what I strongly recommend is that you take this back to your radio station and do this for yourselves and work out exactly 
who your target listener is, but more importantly, what everyone in your station thinks the target listener is. Because it can be a very different story as you go from different person to person and different department to department. To identify who your target is, you need to know the name and the age and the picture of someone. So try and find a picture in a magazine or a book or whatever, uh, and then you can work out a lot around that picture of who they are. You need to know their gender. Are they single? Do they have kids? Are they high school educated? Are they college educated? Where do they work? Do they work in a factory? Do they work in an office, a garage? Do they work outdoors? Do they work indoors? What does he or she spend their money on? How much in disposable income do they have? Where they live? Which part of town? You know, as Kyle was going around the suburbs of Sydney and identifying all the different places within Sydney and the different types of people who lived in those suburbs. Where does he or she like to spend their free time? Do they like to go to the movies? Do they eat out? What's their favorite TV shows? Their favorite magazines? Their favorite websites? Their favorite apps? There's one to add now. Where do they listen to the radio? Do they listen in the bedroom on the morning when they wake up? You know, there's far few people now have clock radios. Back in the 70s and the 80s, everyone had a clock radio to wake, wake them up. Now, we all use our phones. Who uses their phone to wake them up when they need to get up at a certain time in the morning? Everyone uses those phones now. The advent of smart speakers, with, uh, which we talked about this morning on one of the sessions, I think may change us back around to almost what the clock radio idea was. Because you can then say, Alexa, wake me up with KISS tomorrow morning. So that might change around again. Other stations that they listen to, they don't just listen to your station. So we want to know what other radio stations they listen to as well. And what type of music? What, what about, do they buy CDs? Do people still buy CDs? Do they get downloads? Vinyl's coming back now as well. People buy vinyl. How do they consume music when they're not listening to the radio? And what don't they like? That's the big one at the end. Try and work out what turns them off your radio station. The things that you can't talk about. So let's look at one of the biggest stations in the US. KISS in Los Angeles. And this is their listener profile. This is their target listener. By the way, you can have copies of this on PDF. You don't have to take pictures. Um, the demographics, the name, it's Christina. She's a 23-year-old female. She's a Latino born in the US. She's not married, but she does have a child. So she's a single mum, and she lives in Montebello. That's the 626 area code. So she doesn't live in the really upmarket part of Los Angeles. She, she lives and she works in a working class area. She's a deep-rooted family person. She has strong family values, even though she's a single mum. She loves going out with her friends. She's on a budget, and she has multiple jobs, uh, and she has to do that to make ends meet. And she cares about the latest celebrity gossip. She lives in Hollywood. She wants to know what's going on in Hollywood. But you know, lots of people like to know about what celebrities get up to. And she listens to mainstream hip-hop and pop music. So she'd do well in Johannesburg as well. So that's the listener profile for KISS Los Angeles. Uh, that has changed. We review it every year. It moves around a little bit. 
But Christina is still the person that they all think about when they're on the air. When they're doing a bit on the air, they're thinking about Christina. When they're talking about a new promotion, like all those promotions Niles were talking about, they think about how Christina would respond to it. And isn't that a powerful tool if you know in your mind who you should be talking to? Because as, as a presenter, you're talking one-to-one. And when you're talking one-to-one and you work on KISS in Los Angeles, this is who you're talking to. Once you've decided the target, it's really important that everyone in the station knows. It's not just about programming. It's about sales. It's about sponsorship and promotions. It's about the online team. It's everyone. The receptionist. Anyone who works in the station needs to know who the target listener is. And it influences everything. Every presenter link. Who you put on the air when you take a caller. It influences who you put on the air as well. And it's the kind of promotions and contests that you run. So this is the point where I would normally do the exercise and you would fill all that in for yourselves, for your radio station. And it's, it's a really powerful way of finding out how to adopt a style of presentation for your station. And if you do that, you can congratulate yourself because you've written the first page of the radio station style guide. Who is the target listener? Right. I'm, I'm doing well, so I'm going to keep going. So we, we might do that extra 10 minutes, all right? Do you want some more of Kyle and Jackie O? This is when they were launching on KISS in Sydney, uh, when they defected from Today FM. This is the, them making the TV commercial. <laughs> Thing on earth, dancing around like an idiot, getting photos taken. Okay, me, me, me. Little trick of the trade is covering up my regrowth with this makeup, kind of like an eyeshadow that they paint on. doing is just a wide shot in studio so what you see won't be very uh, glamorous. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's a wrap for the TVC anyway. Now we're going to do our photo shoot. Night all summer, gonna send it like no other. Okay, I thought she was an 11 year old child's ass grafted onto her chest. Had one chance to make me blush. Kyle and Jackie O. You can tell that they actually get on. That she wouldn't get away with that. I apologise if anyone was offended by the dick flake. Do you want to see the ad and how it came out? Let's have a look. Kiss 1065, you're on the air. Kyle, Jackie O. Morning, everyone. Justin Bieber. I saw the photos of you in um, Bora Bora, nude. <laughs> I'm glad they caught me on a good day. I agree. The Snuffleupagus was out. <laughs> hey, Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. Hi. Great to talk to you guys. Hugh Jackman, I love this movie, and I really mean that. You've never said I really mean that. <laughs> yeah, Jackie, what do you mean by that? The world's biggest stars every morning. So listen now. Kiss 1065. You notice how he has the gold microphone and she has the diamante microphone. That's when you know when your talent's getting too big for the boots, when they stipulate the colour of the microphone. Okay, do you want to do this? We, it'll, it'll run us over 4.30. But are you happy to stay for that? Okay, it might just be 10 minutes over. The power of personality. Let's look at someone else now. Our next guest hosts one of the most listened to top 40 morning radio shows in the country. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Our good buddy, Elvis yeah. Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Hey, Elvis. How you doing? Our top talker is host of the nationally syndicated radio show, Elvis Duran and the Morning Show on New York's Z100, Elvis Duran. Yeah. Now, he also hosted a Grammy red carpet last night for Entertainment Tonight. What is the story everyone is talking about? Oh, it's Elvis. good to be here on the number one show of its kind, by the way. <laughs> Elvis Duran has connected with millions over the past 30 years. I'm not a TV guy. Yes, you are. No, no. you're a TV guy. No, but now you're actually on TV. Did I just make you nervous? <laughs> we're going to say anything. It is time for Elvis Duran's Artist of the Month when national radio host Elvis Duran introduces us to the next big thing in music. And this time it's the hot young singer-songwriter from the UK, Katie Tiz. Nationally syndicated radio host Elvis Duran joins us now. You are on the red carpet with us for our red carpet show. What do you think of what Kanye is saying? I think he's whining a little too much. I really do. Look, I love Kanye. Are you going out tonight and getting a little crazy? I'm going to go to In-N-Out Burger straight away because I've been like juicing for the last few weeks. I'm going to go straight to Burger. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> we look good together. You have interviews with these big superstars that nobody gets. This is why I love coming to work because you never know who's going to drop by. Chris Martin's here. Here we go. Sam Smith. I love it when Nicki Minaj shows up. I went down the hall earlier to make sure you, your piano works, yes. and I started playing Heart and Soul. Okay. No one else knew how to play with me. I can play with you. Will you play with me? Yes, no here problem. Here we go, here we go. All right, let's go down. All right. We'll go down. Hold on. All right. I was molested by radio at a really <laughs> early age. You know, I grew up kind of a loner. Uh, the DJ was my friend when I was alone. And just as you drive into work every day and you're alone in your car, I'm there with you and you and I are friends. And I really thought that connection was so important. 
And uh, it's, it's been working out ever since. Elvis hates me playing this video now because he's lost about 130 pounds since that. He's lost half his body weight. Uh, you'll see a picture of him now in the presentation I'm doing tomorrow, if you come along to that presentation, that is. Right? I'm hooking and teasing again. All right, here we go. The power of personality. When um, an Irish presenter, I don't know if, if Niles is still in the room or he's uh, vacated, but uh, uh, Jerry, Anderson, uh, Jerry Ryan was one of the uh, biggest presenters in the Dublin market, and he very sadly died at a, a young age. And he had so much influence that you two performed uh, at his funeral, which was like a state funeral in Dublin. Uh, and all the flags were at half-mast across the whole of the Republic of Ireland. And you two remembered Irish broadcasting legend Jerry Ryan with a performance of With or Without You at his funeral because he was the first guy to play one of their records on the radio. And that was the power of Jerry's personality. Uh, this is an old friend of mine, uh, who again died far too young at the age of 56. And uh, he was a football commentator. Uh, my local team, it's not the team I support, but it's the most local team to me, is called Middlesbrough. Uh, who used to be in the Premier League, but they aren't at the moment. Uh, anyway, sadly, Ali Brownlee was taken from us. Thousands lined the streets and turned up at the Riverside Stadium in Middlesbrough uh, with a tribute to his final farewell. I went to this game uh, because I was a good friend of his, and I knew it was a tribute uh, to, the, to him. And the fans had done this all of their own accord. No one had organized this. They'd got a huge flag which, they, which went right around the stadium with his face on. And that was the power of his personality. So, what is personality? It's really difficult to work out. So, I looked it up. And there is a psychologist called Carl Jung. And he defined personality as having 16 traits. The foremost of which, for our purpose, is whether someone is extrovert or introvert by nature. Extroverts are interested in what's happening around them, are open and often talkative, compare their own opinions with opinions of others, like action and initiative, easily make new friends, adapt to a new group, say what they think, they're interested in new people, and easily break unwanted relationships. That's what an extrovert is. And most presenters are extroverts. Now, let's put my experience across what Carl Jung says. Because my theory is a lot of radio guys are actually extroverted introverts. And you know why? They like being in a room with a microphone and as few people around them as possible. And then they come to life. And a lot of radio guys don't like performing in front of huge audiences. But they come to life when the red light comes on and they're in a radio studio. That's not everyone. There's always the exceptions to the rule. But a lot of radio people, I think, are extroverted introverts. I actually think I'm an extroverted introvert. But I've taught myself how to perform in front of live audiences. But believe you me, I'd rather be in a room with just me and a microphone than having you all staring at me. I'm an extroverted introvert. But you do have to have an extrovert nature of some description to do what we do on the radio. Nature versus nurture. 
Are presenters found or are they formed? Anyone got an idea? Do we find radio presenters or do we create them? Bit of both. A good personality is one of the common reasons why listeners will choose a specific presenter. It's second only in music choice for many stations. A lot, you know what we were doing this morning? We were talking about what makes your show legendary and you go out on the street and they'll say the name of the, the, name of the presenter and then they'll tell you what they like about it or he's the guy who does this or she's the, she's the girl who does that. That's what it's all about. It's a lot easier to teach someone with a personality how to use a radio desk rather than teach someone with technical skills how to have a personality. I'll go one further than that. If you haven't got a strong personality, I can't give you one. I can't teach you how to have a personality. If you've got a personality, I can teach you how to push all the buttons on the desk. Not necessarily in the right order, but we can teach you how to do that and you'll get better and better at that. Your personality is your personality. You, that's what you're born with. Personality versus functionality. What kills personality on a radio show? The first thing that kills personality is commercials. If you have too many commercials, you just don't have the space to express your personality on the air because you're too busy getting the next song away and to get into the next commercial break. And a lot of radio stations, not, not just here, all around the world, they're playing anything from 15 up to 20 minutes of commercials. Try and impose your personality into that. And if you can, you should be making big books because that's difficult. And how much personality for the format? Well, on CHR stations, we want lots of personality. On adult contemporary stations, maybe a little bit less. And on soft adult contemporary stations, one of the formats that I used to, uh, I actually created and ran in the UK was a station called Smooth. And we always said, it's all about the music. We don't want much personality. We just want to play the music and have nice, warm, friendly voices. So it depends on the format. But believe you me, there's still got to be that ingredient of personality in all of those formats. It's just in different uh, amounts on different formats. Presenters and the right here, right now factor. Know what the main topic of the day is for the listener. Remember what I said earlier? This morning when we were talking about when we have that huddle before the breakfast show, what is Johannesburg talking about this morning? You've got to know what's going on right now in your market. You should enjoy getting out and about at events as well. That's a prerequisite. Another one of the reasons why I think I'm an extroverted introvert, because I hated doing that. But you've got to do it if you're going to be the breakfast show presenter. You can always rely on newspapers to tell you what's on in pe and what's on people's minds. But you, mean, you need to make an effort and get out there and talk to people as well. So if you're going to an event, just don't go up and wave at everyone and say, Hi, you know, great to be here. Talk to people. It's a great time to find out what your listeners think about your radio station, wherever you go and find out what's on your listeners' minds. The age in the radio presenter, this is the tricky one. A good radio presenter needs to have some life experience. But we know if we want a, a 15 to 20 
24CHR format, we need to put a 15 to 24-year-old presenter on the station. Well, they haven't had much life experience. So it's a balance you've got to find. And they need to relate to their listener. They need strong energy levels and a can-do spirit. And young presenters tend to imitate their favorite radio presenters that they've heard. And you need to try and coach that out of them and develop them to bringing their own personality and not imitating another radio personality. Don't fall out with a gatekeeper. You know, I apologized about that thing uh, uh, that uh, Kyle and Jackie O were doing. See, I don't, I don't even say it now. Um, and I could have fallen out with one of the gatekeepers in here. That's mum. If mum's driving the kids to school, don't say something where the kids are going to say, Mom, what's that mean? If you're talking about dick flicking. <laughs> that would not be a great question for the kids to ask mom, would it? So don't fall out with a gatekeeper. Always have that in your mind. Personality links. Restricted vocabulary. Find softer alternatives. Think of a softer alternative to what we were just talking about. And that makes people more comfortable with what you're talking about on the air. And what's the wrong type of personality for the radio? Well, I changed this for one of the more conservative markets that I was working in, but I think I can get away with it here. That did used to say, nobody likes a smart ass. And they don't. You know, the guy in the pub, wherever you've been, he's been. And he's been ten times more than you. And whatever you've got, he's got ten times more than you. We bump into people like this all the time. Well, nobody likes that in a person. And don't be like that on the air. And nobody likes aggressive presenters. Again, there's the exception to the rule. But they're really few and far between. So, are stars important? Do a lot of your presenters do TV work as well? In some markets, like where I say I was just in Singapore last week, a lot of the guys on the air do TV as well because it's a TV and radio company. And it's a balance. On the Chinese stations, the main presenters there only work on the air during survey periods because they're doing TV the rest of the time. But they're huge stars. So it's a, bit, it's a balancing act. And it works for them. I don't think it, it, that would work in a lot of markets. Um, Whoever you have on your station, whether or not they're a big TV star or not, they should represent the station's brand values. And even if they are a star, they're still not bigger than the station. The station needs to be seen as their home, not secondary to TV. Right, let's look at the Kiss Morning Show now. And look at that. This is their profile. This is Ryan Seacrest, and this is Ellen Kay. She's moved on now, she's got her own morning show. But this is still what they use for their show. Their show is fun to listen to. It's real, it's reality-based. The best friend to the listener. Especially Ryan, he's seen as the best friend to their listeners. And he's a big TV star as well. The soap opera storylines and the role work that they do. It's very local for L.A. and Orange County in Los Angeles. They have the best sleeves. That's the showbiz news. They live in Hollywood. They've got to. And the goal is for the listeners to say, 
It's my show. I listen to Ryan and Ellen because it's my show. And here's their profile. Ryan is still the 30-something single guy. And he always will be. <laughs> it's Hollywood. He's a sharp dresser. He's very quick-witted. He has a girlfriend. He's always inviting. And he's the big brother. Because he's getting out of that demographic now. By the way, um, Elvis Duran, I think, is now 53. Still working in the CHR format. So, again, he's an exception to the rule. He still keeps it relatable and relevant, even though he's 53. And he surrounds himself with people who are in target. Ellen is one of the girls. She's a young mum. She's sweet. She's in the know. She has news, gossip, TV, magazines. She reads them all. Uh, she's always in a good mood. And Ryan's the life coach. After 7 o'clock, we are going to be a, um, a team of guidance counselors right here on that. KISS FM. Because, you know, your high school's here. You can put your headphones on? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that we're on the air? <laughs> because, you know, seriously, and the reason I have to bring it up is because there are kids listening, and some of the things that you say off the air right, right, just right. can't be aired. We we're on the air. <laughs> we're on the air. Yeah, like two hours. Ellen didn't know they were on the air. She had been putting her makeup on. But you see, everything's a topic. They got a bit out of that. She came into the studio with her hair all over the place. Ryan was quick enough to think, I can get something out of this. And that's the power of personality. Thank you. Nine minutes over. Thank you so much. Uh, on time, very economical. Really appreciate it. I just want to um, put this out there. We had a prior agreement with him where um, the previous speaker with the promotions could um, speak um, for longer than planned so that he can come in there after. So that's why. But it was worth it, right? Okay, cool. Thank you guys. Thank you for coming through today. Really appreciate it. Hope to see you tomorrow.